Hello everyone, my name is Aweta Wanomran, and this is my channel, It Pays to Fear God. This is where we learn about God, His beloved Son Jesus Christ, and their kingdom purpose, the three most important subjects that we can ever learn about, talk about, or discuss in the entire Holy Bible, according to John chapter 17, verse 3. The subject that I have prepared for you and myself today is captioned, Receiving the Kingdom Like a Child. However, before I get into that, I once again have a tune that some of us might be familiar with. Once again, the subject that I have prepared for you and myself today is captioned, Receiving the Kingdom Like a Child. In Matthew chapter 18 from verses 1 to 4, the disciples asked Jesus Christ, who will be the greatest in the Kingdom of Heaven? Because Jesus Christ was always talking about the Kingdom of God or Heaven, whether it was through parables, like in Matthew chapter 13 and chapter 21, or in whatever format or form it was. And the disciples wanted to know who is going to be the greatest in this kingdom that you're always talking about. And then Jesus Christ called the little child and said, anybody who is like this little child is going to be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Now, of course, this obviously doesn't mean that we should be doing childish things, being foolish, because it, apparently we're supposed to be like children. No, that's not what Jesus Christ meant. In fact, St. Paul himself had addressed this matter in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11, and chapter 14, verse 20. When it comes to making decisions, having understanding, or overcoming temptations, we should be the adult that many of us are. But when it comes to malice, envy, hatred, busybodiness, etc., in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 15, but also in Galatians chapter 5, from verses 19 to 21, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, and verses 9 and 10, innocent children don't do such things. When people are rejoicing, they rejoice with them. When people are sad, they at least feel sorry for that person and attempt to have empathy. It's the same way adults should feel, not only to their peers, but also, more importantly, to God, because God is the ultimate father to not only children, but wives, husbands, co-workers, employees, etc. So it's important we understand we have to act like children, because children are humble. And in fact, David the Psalmist had said, in Psalms chapter 131, in verses 1 and 2, that though he was an adult, he was like a weaned child before God, because he was innocent, he was humble, he was sincere. And an example of this was in 2 Samuel chapter 12, from verses 1 to 14. In the previous chapter, chapter 11, that was when uh, David the Psalmist had committed an offense against God by uh, taking Bathsheba, who was already a wife of another man. But when a, a prophet sent by God, Nathan, had told him that you know what you did was wrong, and even used a little analogy to help him understand it, he didn't look at this person who was, probably wasn't as 
big and powerful as him as somebody who is just now yeah, forget this guy he can't tell me that I sinned no instead he humbled himself accepted the fact that he was doing this and then went ahead and prayed to God and asked God to forgive him he didn't just go cast the guy out. He accepted that he was a sinner and that he had really offended God and did something bad. And even though there were still punishments and consequences as a result of his actions, he still went ahead to repent to God because though he was an adult, he was like a weaned child before God. And I'm going to talk about five attributes that children have. And I've already mentioned some of them, if you were listening. I'm going to be talking about humility. I'm going to be talking about obedience. I'm going to be talking about sincerity, forgiveness, and faith or trust or belief that you have in authority. And if it's a child, it would be their parents. Let's start off with humility. In my video, Are You Really Humble? I talked a lot about that. I went into detail about that subject. But just to talk about it here, humility is the ability to be meek, teachable, submissive to a cause. And children, they are meek. They are teachable. They not only look forward to getting advice or instructions or criticism even, when they get it, they carry it out just the way you've asked, if not better. They trust that you have the ability to give them good quality advice that even if it doesn't at the moment benefit them, it will come benefit them in the future. Many successful children know exactly what I'm talking about which is why we as Christians need to be humble before God. Because God doesn't deal with people who think that they're too proud, think that God doesn't even exist, as many prophets of God had said that's a very common proud behavior. Psalms chapter 10 verse 4, chapter 14 verse 1, chapter 36 verse 1, chapter 53 verse 1. So we must be humble before God, because God resists the proud but gives grace unto the humble. First Peter chapter 5 and verses 5 and 6. For thus saith the high and lofty one, that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place, with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit, to revive the spirit of the humble, and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. Isaiah chapter 57, verse 15. The meek will he guide in judgments, and the meek will he teach his ways. Psalms chapter 25, verse 9. Therefore, it's very important that we humble ourselves before God, because we don't want him to do that to us. Because as the saying goes, a lot of humiliation is necessary for a little humility. And there are many rewards that, of course, come from being humble. By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches, honor, and life. As King Solomon had stated in Proverbs chapter 22, verse 4, people who are humble before God end up knowing more than people who aren't. First Corinthians chapter 1, from verses 26 to 29, and Matthew chapter 11, in verses 25 and 26. Then there is obedience. Children are very obedient to their parents. It's like in their system, in their nature. They aren't set in their ways. They don't create personal righteousness. When they see that their parents give them an instruction, they carry it out. I was talking about looking forward to advice, criticism. They look forward to instruction. And when you give it to them, they will take it and do it just the way you've said it with all pleasure. We must be like this to God. The biggest law that God has created or set up for humanity isn't burnt offerings, sacrifices, tithes, offerings, etc. No, it's that we must obey Him. It is in our own interest, for our own benefit, that we obey Him and keep His commandments. Because all the benefits and blessings that He's promised to them that do this are all there in the Bible, and not only in the Bible, but are out there in this world. So we must obey Him with all our heart, soul, and might. Jeremiah chapter 7 and verses 22 and 23. Exodus chapter 19 verse 5, Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5, 
chapter 10, verse 12, and many other places all over the Bible. It's very important we understand this, because many people are going about creating their own personal righteousness, trying to disobey God, but at the same time wanting to obey God, because they've heard that He can give you a good wife, He can give you good children. No, we should obey God because we love Him, and let those blessings come on their own. Because people who obey God and serve Him will spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. Job chapter 36, verse 11. People who don't will not submit themselves to the righteousness of God and, of course, will not be qualified to inherit God's blessings. Romans chapter 10 from verses 1 to 3. Then there's sincerity, and many people don't even understand the English definition, not even to talk of how to execute it in God's service. Sincerity is the ability to have genuine feelings. And King Solomon in Proverbs chapter 15 verse 19 had said that the way of the slothful man is like a hedge of horns. It's complex, it's complicated, it's all over the place, but the way of the righteous is made simple. People must be easily able to understand where we're from. Many hypocrites in this world, as that is the complete opposite of sincerity, just going out pretending to be true worshippers of God. But in reality, they're enemies. Because the worst people to God are people who call themselves children of God. They go into places that are supposed to be holy. But in reality, they are Satan, the devil's children. Those are the worst people, not Gentiles who don't even know God. People who know God, but don't behave like they do. We must be sincere because blessings come from that quarter or from that area. Joshua chapter 24, verse 14, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 12, and Ephesians chapter 6, verse 24. Hypocrisy is the leaven of the Pharisees, and we should be aware of it. Luke chapter 12, verse 1. Because anybody who cannot exceed the righteousness of the Pharisees, which is of course hypocrisy, will in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God. Matthew chapter 5, Verse 20. And then there's forgiveness. And just like sincerity, many Christians don't even know how to forgive. They pray the Lord's Prayer because all Christians know what the Lord's Prayer is, our Father who art in heaven, etc. But they don't really know how to forgive. Some of them just forgive unnecessarily, even if their enemies just do whatever they want with them. They don't know how to execute justice. When Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 18, from verses 21 to 35, had said that just as how children forgive when other children offend them, make them upset, we have to forgive seven times 70. That doesn't mean we count 490 or we just forgive all the time. We should be long-suffering because if God were to mark all our iniquities, nobody would stand before him. The world would have been destroyed thousands of years ago, which is why it is very important that we forgive others so long as that they are willing to repent and come worship God with us. Psalm chapter 130 in verses 3 and 4. Justice still must be served if forgiveness is being taken advantage of or people are just forgetting about it and going about doing whatever they want. But it's important that we forgive when people ask for forgiveness. It's not even just a thing. It's pretty much a law. We're obligated to do it. And we should, from our own hearts, want to do it. We shouldn't feel too angry. We should control our wrath. Ephesians chapter 4 in verses 26 and 27, and we should be loving and forgiving to others. The final attribute that I want to talk about that most innocent children have is trust, faith, or belief in authority. Children, they trust their parents. They have the belief that what their parents want them to do or have is going to benefit them. And once again, 
even if not at the present moment, they will come and see it as an ornament and bracelet that they're very happy that they accepted back then when they were little kids. Proverbs chapter 1 and verses 8 and 9. As a result, you must have a habit of trusting God. Like Abraham in Genesis chapter 12 from verses 1 to 3, who did not know where he was going, how long it would take, because God was telling him, you're going to pack up all your things and come to a land that I'm going to show you. But he took everything, did not hesitate, and obeyed God just the way he wanted to be obeyed. Even if we see people who don't worship God, they're setting up churches, they're getting thousands of followers, maybe we're teaching the truth and we don't get as much, it's important we understand, God has everything in control. If he wants you to have a million followers, you will. If he wants you to be a very rich man, you will be. Because like I said, if you are humble, he can give you that if it is in his own interest and if he wants. We must trust God no matter what is happening. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lead not onto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Proverbs chapter 3 from verses 5 to 7. It is very common among Christians to forsake God because apparently he's not up to the hype or he's just not in reality. He's so old. He's just talking about sacrifices, obedience. We've moved on from that. We're on science now. No, God is the biggest scientist and he knows because he created humanity as a whole. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, Isaiah chapter 45 in verses 12 and 18. So he knows that obedience and the idea of authority done right is going to be giving all of humanity the biggest blessings. So you must trust that God has the way because he is the sun and shield to those who love him and keep his commandments. Psalm chapter 84 verse 11, Matthew chapter 6 verse 33, and many other places all over the Bible. I hope I've made it clear now why it is important to act like an innocent child. I must once again emphasize, in case some of us still don't understand, it doesn't mean we should be foolish, it doesn't mean we should be childish, it doesn't mean we should just be stupid people. No, we should be good people, we should be adults if we are, but when it comes to being humble, obedient, when we see little children doing that, we must replicate that. We should never have malice envy, jealousy, or any kind of bad attribute, satanic attribute. We must never copy Satan because we're Christians, not satanic people. First Peter chapter 2 from verses 1 to 3. So I encourage that we study about the kingdom because we're receiving the kingdom as a little child would receive the instructions of their parents. And I choose to end my talk on the subject, receiving the kingdom like a child. To conclude this episode, I once again have a tune that some of us might enjoy. as well. Hope you enjoyed this video. Hope you learned something most importantly. Please try to subscribe and share this video because everybody is talking about the humility of a child. Everybody knows it and believes in it, but we also have to replicate that when we are worshiping God because once again, God lives and dwells with such people who have and use such attributes. Thank you for listening.
Oh, one more thing. If you like what you heard today, feel free to share a message at https colon double slash anchor.fm slash it pays to fear God slash message. Once again, that's https colon double slash anchor.fm slash it pays to fear God slash message. Hope to hear your wonderful feedback.